What up, y'all? Welcome to the episode. It's Young Custodian, obviously. Um, why am I recording right now? I was walking in my work in the hallway, and I look out the window of one of the classrooms. Doors open. Look out the window, and I see. I notice um, the moon. It's a full harvest moon right now, and that basically. I just looked this up, and it's like it means like. It's a full moon right before it's about to turn fall. It's like when the moon is closest in proximity of something or other. Yeah. And it's really bright and big. And it made me want to record a podcast. Initially, I was going to record an episode with my best friend, Jacob Shaw. But he's out hunting. And then I was going to do another one with my buddy, Billy, one of my best friends. And we were going to talk about all the drama in AEW, All Elite Wrestling. But Billy's not feeling well tonight. So it's just me, all alone, but that's all right. Because the show must go on, Billy will be on here, Jacob will be on here. Hopefully Jacob in person, because he lives closer than Billy. One of these days, Billy will be on in person. But I I saw the moon out the window, and I, like, made me want to climb up in my hatch and get on the roof of my job and record a podcast, because it's so nice. I'm staring at it right now, just looking at the moon. And it's kind of, there's some symbolism in it, like... The sky's dark right now, but the moon is shining bright. And I guess, like, when you're surrounded by darkness, you can still shine bright. That's probably cliche. Somebody's probably said that before. Some woke hip-hop rapper probably said that a bar like that. But it's true. Like, one second. It's like, I had a not great day earlier today, you know. Some financial struggles, you know, you'll have that as an adult. But bills get paid, whether you want to pay them or not. Rent is due, and you still got to do it. And sometimes it just stresses you out, having to work day in and day out. But through all that darkness, you got to shine, you know. I look, My mom taught me to look at the little things in life, and that's what I like to do. Like, you ever notice when it's, like, snowing late night when it's not snowing now it's fucking september but when it is snowing and like you're 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 out late at night and like there's nothing but darkness maybe some street lights and then you see the snow just flurries hit the street light in the middle of the darkness that's beautiful that is what beauty is that's noticing the little thing the moon me just looking at the moon and looking at pretty it is i'm i have not lost eye contact so to speak with the moon since I started recording this that's what life is about like I wanted to have Jacob Shaw on here to talk about life because that's one of my best friends and he he's like a big little brother to me he's younger than me but he's like a big brother to me I look up to him so much motherfucker's married he has a job he has a house job dogs I just spit. His wife, lovely wife, lovely wife, Jessica's like a sister to me. And I'm just so happy and I look up to him. I wish I had more of him in my life. Not to say I don't have a great life. I got a girlfriend I love. I got my two cats. I got a job too. My apartment sucks, but you have that. Um, I just, I don't know, is that a fucking train? Another train, chugga chugga choo choo. I just want to enjoy life, and I am doing that. I had a stressful morning, but this evening is lovely. 
and it makes me realize I got to be happy with what I have and not take anything for granted because you never realize what you have until it's gone and I don't want anything I have right now to be gone my job my girlfriend I could use a better apartment I'm not gonna lie my landlord fucking sucks god that train is annoying let me pause fuck it that train's still going I paused for a bit but it's still going and I'm just gonna record so basically this shit this podcast is gonna be about life and I'll, I'll have more of these because life happens every day bro whether you want it to or not uh, but you know you your own main character start letting these NPCs control your life pretty much like if life was like fucking fallout everybody else is just a villager and you're just going for it you know that's a shitty analogy I don't think it's villagers and fallout I ain't played fallout forever but like you gotta make the best of it I hate a woe is me motherfucker like I have sadness we all have sadness we all have demons we all have shit I listened to a rap battle today uh, and this Pat's Day, rest in peace, Pat's Day. I'm gonna do a whole, like I've been saying, I'm gonna do a whole series episode about him. Actually, my buddy Tom in Canada is gonna be on the ep- podcast in a couple weeks, and we're gonna do a whole hour-long episode dedicated to Pat's Day. But he was battling Averb, and he said, um, y- "You got demons, I got them too. But after yours meet mine, they'll want to call back in you. Like that shit's hard. We all got demons. Some's got worse than the others, but." You gotta keep going, man. Like, I have sad shit happen to me before. My mom fucking died in my apartment. But I'm not gonna let that stop me. Like, I gotta stop. I I have this bad thing where no matter what bad happens to me, I always blame it back on that, and I shouldn't. You can't blame shit on your traumas. Well, you can, but... Not everything is like that. I can't, like, I can't blame the fact that AEP ups my bill because my mom died. I can't do that. I can't, I can't blame the fact that, 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 that I, I had shitty experiences in my old school district because my fucking mom died or... Uh, no, that shit happens. Shitty shit happens, and you can't blame shit on other shit because shit, you know? Well, I fucking sound like Mr. Leahy with all the shit analogies. R.I.P. fucking Mr. Leahy. But it's true, though. Like, um, you can't let bad things determine your life because that shit will eat you up. You got to look at the positives. Uh, uh, my brother... And this is going to suck talking about. I hope he doesn't hear this. But if he does, whatever. Ain't nothing I ain't said to him before. My brother has not had a great life. With his, like... Uh, I won't get into it. But his... His, his dad... He... Hmm, how do I put this without hurting feelings? My brother's dad was not great to him. But our mom was. And me and, and he didn't live with his dad. He lived with uh, our mom. And he and I and my sister had the same life. Granted, I was years later. I was born in 93. My brother was 80-something. My sister was 85. My sister's the oldest. I think my brother was 87. I was 93. 
May I, there was some time, there's some time differences between them, but we basically all had the same life. Maybe my sister didn't, because she's a little bit older. <laughs> Born in 85. <laughs> Christina, you're older. I love you, though. But me and my sister, we're good. But somewhere the, along the line, my brother, my brother could be the smartest person in our family. But he's addicted to drugs, you know, and... He, he, he blames everybody for his addictions, and he blames everybody for his problems, and doesn't just think, oh, maybe I'm just, I, I just fucked up, maybe I should fix it. You can't help people who don't want help, and I don't know, I'm fucking rambling, I just, I don't want to sit here and be a downer, you know, I don't want to be like my brother, I don't want to blame shit on trauma and 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 do like the only thing I smoke is weed and then I drink alcohol maybe I drink a little too much but I don't do meth I don't do drugs I'm not homeless and I'm not blaming my problems on other people I don't know why I just went off on my brother like that I fucking love my brother I idolize my brother or I used to People used to idolize my brother. People used to talk about him skateboarding, how good he was. He was almost sponsored until drugs fucking fucked him up. My brother was my hero. He was the coolest dude to me. He was fucking funny. You know how hard it is being a white kid with a black brother? Having a deal. He had a deal with racism for me, so I didn't have to see it. When we moved out into the country, and my mom had my brother go to school first to make sure it was all right. My brother came back and said, my brother is not going to school here. They're racist here. And I, my, my brother's protecting me from racism when I didn't know it. I didn't know about I knew, I knew what racism was because my mom had a talk, talking to me when I was like seven years old. Telling me that no matter how I am looked at inside of the house, once I go outside, they just see me as a black man. And for some reason, that scares people. And I didn't know what that meant. And I didn't have to know what that meant because I had my brother secretly there to protect me. And my brother's not there to protect me no more. My mom's not there to protect me no more. But I don't need protected. I wish my brother could see the fucking impact he had on my fucking life. You know? And this isn't about him. This is just me rambling. This is where my mind went to. Like, I fucking miss that dude. My brother... My brother was the type of guy to... If he found out I used a cheat code on a video game, he'd get mad because that's not how you play the video game, you know? Whew, hold on, I need to hit this weed. This wasn't somebody. I just don't want to... I don't... I fucking miss it, man, you know? I don't want to be that guy. Fucking... I... Everybody's... My problem is everybody's fault. I don't deserve... I am not going to handle the consequences of my own actions. And... I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to look at the moon. That's what I'm going to do. Because the moon is bright when it's when it shouldn't be when when everything's dark, the moon will light the way. That's gay, bro. <laughs> uh, don't cancel me. Oh man. I'm really just sitting here talking to myself. This is like therapy. I looked into getting a therapist today. I need one. Who would probably my story?
<sighs> but I am lucky. I am lucky. I really, no matter how bad a day I have at work, I get home. I see my girlfriend. I see my cats. Take a deep breath, and I'm just like, I, I can say I'm winning life. Yeah, I don't have a mansion. I don't even have a car. I don't know how to drive. But I have my girlfriend, who I think is the ultimate prize. I have my cats. I don't want kids. My cats are my kids. And when I could come home and just sit down, relax, and be with them, it makes all the hard times at work seem better, seem worth it. And it really is. We fucking watch shows together. We watch movies. It's nice. So, no matter what negatives I have, I'm winning. No matter how low I am, I'm still on top, you know? Because I have what it takes. This fucking podcast. This podcast ain't doing well. Who wants to hear me just ramble? But I still do it because I need it, you know? It's okay to be selfish sometimes. Do what you need to do for yourself. I got... I got my boys. I got... I got... I'm rich. I may not be rich in money, but I'm rich in life. I'm rich in friends. I'm rich, I'm rich in company. I'm not alone. I have one good parent. I had two good parents. Then one had to go and fucking die on me. One died on me. Hmm. My dad used to always say this shit, and it stuck in my head since I was a kid. Because I was always, I always thought I was going to be alone. I really did. I thought I was going to end up alone. I, I used to make a joke that I was going to be dead at 26. I think I'm 29 now. I say I think because I genuinely don't. Let me look at the calendar. I think I'm 29. I don't celebrate. I shouldn't celebrate my birthday. Like, I don't remember it. 20, yeah, I'm 29. I said I was going to die at 26. Yeah, I am. I wasn't supposed to be here. I'm fucking... My mom had a miscarriage before me, and then, like, I was born premature, almost killed my mom. Well, besides, you know, the whole apartment situation, I'm talking about when I was in her womb. That's why I have asthma, that's why I have a speech impediment, if you couldn't tell. That's why I was in the slow classes at school, because, I mean, that's what the doctor said. But yet, I'm still here, so I'm doing great. I'm not motivated by hate, motivated by hate and anger by like some of the people that I used to hang out with. People always used to be so jealous of other people. Just like live your life, bro. I never drank till I was 21. Uh, oh, here's a funny story. I didn't drink till I was 21. I didn't smoke weed until I was 20. How much? Like 28. Till I was 28, I didn't smoke weed. I'm 29 now. Maybe 27? Maybe 27 is when I started smoking weed. But, oh, not even five years I've been smoking weed. But I didn't drink till I turned 21, right? And, um, but I fucking, my mouth, man, got me in trouble a lot. My whole life my mouth got me in trouble a lot. But I never cussed in front of my parents. I never cussed in front of any adults, teachers, nothing. Just my friends, my homies. And, um... Well, one day I sat my... I was, like, 16. I sat my mom down, and I'm like... Because it was weighing on me, and I need mom. I gotta... I gotta... I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you. It's like... 
I was 17, yeah. I got, I got caught. 16. I was 16 because I was turning 17. It was summer of 16. Turning, it was, I was just, it, it was during school when I was 16. Going on 17 because I graduated when I turned 17. And I go to my mom. I go, I got to tell you something. I got to fucking tell you this. And it's been weighing on me. And, you know, I'm a good kid. I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. And you can believe me that. But when I'm at school and around my buddies... I cuss sometimes, and I mean a lot. My mouth gets me in trouble. My mom just looked at me serious for a second and then busts out laughing. Come to me when you get in trouble. Don't. It's okay. You don't have to cuss in front of me or whatever. Then I told my dad that, and he said, I want to hear you cuss in front of me right now. I said, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. He goes, well, at your graduation party, you're cussing in front of me and your Aunt Lucille. And it was a whole big deal that I cussed in front of him. And then never drank or smoked. I didn't, I don't like talking about it, but, you know, because you don't, who wants to talk about virginities and stuff? Like, if you talk, talking about sex is the lowest form of podcasting, I think. But I didn't lose my virginity till I was, like, 25. Like, having sex doesn't make you cool. And, like, I, I like to think I did everything right, you know? I was a good kid. I really was. I wasn't a smart kid. My senior year, my mom hung, hung my report card on it because I had one A on it, one B, one C, just two Cs. Like, I had the most average-ass report card, but it was the best I ever did in school So my mom hung that fucking report card on the fridge, you know? Fucking crazy. One time, back to my brother, um, he had a bunch of, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, and he had a bunch of friends over for a party, and, you know, me, I thought I was a little badass talking to them, and they were, you know, talking to me, and then I went outside to play or get something, and then I just saw this guy leaving the party, and my brother kicked him out, I guess he said something racist, and my brother didn't have it, my brother beat him up while I was outside, told him to leave and never come to his house again, and he didn't, and that's the type of guy my brother was, man. It's... It's been a rough one, life. Not just for me, everybody has a rough life. I just need to do better at, you know, I need to get over it. I need to, hey, is that a bat? Oh, that was, hey, he's right there. That was cool, a bat just was like right next to me flying. You can still hear him a little bit. Hey, Batman. Damn, Wayne, I'm trying to like this joint. Um, it's not one hitter. It's not even a joint. Um, it might be. Yeah, it was empty. Um, I have my, like I said earlier, uh, my problem is I, I think I need to get over myself. I'm not as cool as I think I am. That's the truth in the matter. And I, th- I think I'm pretty cool, but whatever I think I am, I'm just avid at that. I know I'm annoying. I need to slow down. I do need to slow down my drinking a bit. And that nobody's telling me that. I'm telling myself that. I... It's just because I don't drink during the week, usually. So I go hard on the weekends. I just need to be better. For myself, I want, I'm trying to live a longer life. 
Me and vegetables now. I got a girlfriend. I gotta. I want to do better by her. She don't want to hear that. She don't. She she don't want to hear me being down on myself. That's why. Maybe that's why I'm doing this on this podcast. I don't know. I don't. I don't mean to be down on myself, but sometimes you get there. But then I look at the moon. Maybe this is just incoherent gibberish. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be the first episode in the series I call Dear Diary. That's what I'm gonna start doing. This is gonna be my Dear Diary episode. So I think I just found the structure for this podcast. Two a week, one be you know random shit, or one be like an actual. Uh, hey, I want to talk about this, that, and the other. And then my second one, like this, will be my Dear Diary episode where I rant. Dear Diary episode one. Cool. Y'all are hearing me sound it out for the first time together. What's really cool about this job, where I'm at now though, back to being rambling, Dear Diary, what's really cool about this job is, yes, you could joke, there's playfulness, there's friendship here there's fa- it's the i hate when jobs say it's a family like atmosphere but this really is a family like atmosphere like they're jokes they these people i work with are so fucking funny and like just like a workplace funny shit like i'll tell you so we got this guy here named greg and like recently all all these old people Oh, they're old, like, they're like, I don't know, they're, I'm young, they're, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the only person here in my 20s, I don't think anybody, I think the youngest person next to me is in, is like, early 40, so it goes 29, let's say 43, but, um, they all found out about the lifestyle, like, swingers and threesomes and stuff, and this guy named Greg, who, like, blushes at sex talk and sex jokes and like uh, my head custodian thinks he's a closet gay but I think he just sheltered I mean if he is gay good on him his brother's gay and he goes to gay bars all the time but shout out to gay bars I've never been but I want to go um but he just blushes at jokes and always makes sex jokes but like makes him like he's a three year old like boobies <laughs> uh but you know that Oh, whoa, I just saw a shooting star. Whoa. Cool, bro. <laughs> wow. Um, what? Anyways, yeah, so they found out about the lifestyle, and, you know, they say, you know, put an upside-down pineapple. That means you're part of the lifestyle. Well, this other guy, Mike, who smokes weed, too, he put a pineapple in Greg's locker, and that shit, and Greg saw it and just went beat. Greg opened his locker and just got beat red and just <laughs> fucking started cur- I died when that happened just cause just the little the little look of a pineapple just made him blush and he was so embarrassed and that cracked me up like I never had that anywhere while that work it heck just today it's Friday and my head custodian's like alright I'm leaving and she's about to walk out the door and Steve this guy named Steve who I used to work with at my old Ooh, he trained me 10 years ago, and now I'm working with him again. Uh, 
he, my head custodian is leaving, and he's like, hey, will you come in? She goes, what? No, come here. I got to tell you something. I don't want to say it in front of everybody. It's embarrassing. He's like, she's like, you better not fart on me. He said, I won't fart on you. Just come here. Come here. She walks back in and goes all the way back there, and Steve just goes, now, how far would you have been if I didn't call you back? And that shit got me. I'm so glad I have this here, man. I never had that anywhere. Like, before I was here, when I was at my old school, it was not, I had, some of my best times were there, like, in my old school, but, like, it got bad for me, and, like, it affected the way I worked, like, my classrooms weren't getting cleaned the way they should have been, and I was half-assing, I was leaving early, just because I hated it there. I hated it there, and I had teachers who I thought my friend were talking shit behind my back. They said I wouldn't clean the classrooms correctly, so I didn't. They they started saying that, oh, Dom's not doing this, which I was. I brought the principal in to make him watch me clean the room, and they still kept saying he's not doing this, that, or the other. So I didn't want to make them a liar. I stopped doing this, that, and the other, and I shouldn't have. Can't be petty at work, but I was just over it. There were some teachers who were racist toward me. My friend, there was a, I didn't trust the principal, so I started slacking. Then my boss was just like, all right, you got some complaints to you? You've been leaving early. You could either quit or get fired. If you get fired, you'll never be a custodian again. If you quit, you could probably work somewhere, be a custodian, whatever. But if you if you get fired, this goes on your permanent record. You can try to fight it, go up against the board. And I told my boss, has anybody ever won against the board? He goes, no. I'm like, all right, I want to give you my resignation. And I I was ready. I was out. That day, I called the district. I got all the district I worked. Same day, I got forced to quit. Well, the same day, I called the district where I work now, and I applied, got an interview, got a job there, and a month later, it took a month because background checks take fucking time to get back, I had a job here, and it was such a better environment. There they go. There they go. This is, it's such a better environment where I'm at. I'm actually want to come to work. I'm not grouchy. I've been here about six months now, and like, it's leagues better. Plus, as a 10-year veteran of this, I know what I'm doing, and I still can learn shit. Oh, uh, man. I feel like Jack's Teller right now. I'm sitting on a roof, smoking a weed, crying about my life, doing a Dear Diary episode, riding through this world all alone. I really thank you guys all for listening to my shit. All the, my last episode got four listens. Before that, I got three. So there's three, four people that listen to this. Thank y'all. I'm going to keep doing this shit. Because I may not be cool as I think I am. But I'm going to fucking act like it. Fake until I realize I am that cool. I'm going to fake it till I make it. I may not think I'm the shit in my head. But my girlfriend told me that 
I need a. She wishes that she that I saw me the way everybody else sees me. She is my fucking biggest supporter, bro. Like, I love her, man. And if if she thinks I'm cool, she thinks everybody thinks I'm cool. Maybe I am cool, and maybe one day, maybe one day I'll see myself the way the world sees me. But until then, I'm just another fucking custodian.